When we fight, hey, this is how I fight. This is how I This is how I fight. For what you're going to do in this place. Thank you for the word that will go forth unhindered, unhindered, unencumbered. Thank you that you will get glory, that you will receive all of what you want. Speak to us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Let's honor the Lord with a hand clap. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, sis. Thank you, sis. Thank you. Have a seat and let's let's get to work. Let's get to work on today again for those dressed in white. We this excites me. This excites me. We haven't had this many in a moment, but we got about nine or ten or so uh, candidates that we're excited about bat being uh, about baptizing uh, on today. So our baptism will happen at the culmination of the, of the worship service uh, on today. I want to jump right in. Thank you very much. And put the sermon slide up, if you would, please. This is week number three, four. Uh, this is week number four, I do believe, of this whole series um, called We're About. We're not about religion, but we are about relationship. This, this has been, this has been um, probably a very familiar graphic uh, that you have seen. Uh, this is what is on the wall that's there in that main lobby when you come into um, the worship, uh, the worship uh, property and premise, we're not about religion. We are all about relationship. We have been challenging you to begin to look at relationship a bit differently. That relationship is not only about uh, horizontal, um, our relationship with, with, with God, or rather, it's not only about our relationship with each other. This is horizontal. So you've got marital relationships, you've got pastor relationships, members and friends and this, that, and the other. This whole summer challenge has been about us developing uh, not only our horizontal relationship, um, but it has also been, and we will begin to discuss even in upcoming weeks, about our, our vertical relationship. So relationship is two ways. It's the same way as the cross is. You see that cross that's there in the middle, that red cross that is there on purpose. So the cross points to um, the horizontal relationships. God is just as concerned and interested in your horizontal relationships as he is your vertical relationships, your relationships with him. Is the microphone on? Are y'all here? Are y'all in the spirit realm still fighting or something? I don't know. Test, check one, check two. Okay, all right. All right, so, so, so today we're going to talk about the benefits of relationships. Now, now, today will be another installment on our horizontal relationships. Chester, you can feel free to come up here, do what you need, whatever. And we're going to talk about the benefits of relationships. Um, the benefits of relationships. Let me just make this uh, very overarching statement. The health of your relationships um, with others will only be as healthy as your relationship is with Jesus. I'm, I'm gonna say it one more time. I'm gonna say it one more time. Um, just for the slow fall. Um, the health of your relationships with others will only be as healthy as your relationship is with Jesus. 
well, let me show you what this means uh, practically. Uh, you, you don't connect with your spouse because you're not happy with yourself. Or because something has come up on the inside of you that has strained the relationship with your spouse. You're, you're, you're only as healthy in your relationships as you are as your health is with your relationship with Jesus. Another one. You're not really an introverted person. That has just become a popular and convenient bucket for you to place yourself in to keep you from having to explore why you don't like people. So you're really not introverted, but because of the shame that you bear on the inside. Something that happened to you as a child. You were, you were, you were molested or there was rape that happened or uh, the relationship with your dad or your grand. What, what, so you, you carry all this shame. Something is, is wrong with me on the inside. So you're really not an introvert. You just say, I'm shy. And, but it's really because you, you haven't come and dealt with, gotten healthy in your relationship with Jesus. And so, so now... But since you're really not an introvert, your horizontal relationships look the way they look. Another practical example. You, you have an unhealthy perspective about yourself. You remember that, that song we used to sing um, that used to be sung as a kid? Nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. I guess I'll go eat worms. Oh, that's what they sang in Woodward. That's what they sang. That's, that's, that's what they sang in Woodward. Okay, I'm sorry. I just, I just, that's what side of the fence I grew up on. Okay. Well, let me give you verse two, since you can't help me out. Big, fat, juicy worms, thin, long, slimy worms. Miss the point. Don't, 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 don't miss the point. Kids used to sing that song because they had an unhealthy perspective of themselves. Nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. I guess I'll go eat worms. And so now, because you don't have a healthy perspective on the sun, whether you sang the song or obviously did not, <laughs> your horizontal relationships are challenged because you're only as healthy as your relationship is with Jesus. There's, there's nothing to me more important than my family. Doesn't matter how much I tell them that I love them or try to show them my wife, my children. No matter, no matter how much I love them, if I'm wounded, I'll wound them. Y'all heard the phrase, hurt people hurt people. Because our relationships with others will only be as healthy as our relationship is with Jesus. I really, I really wonder, it seems like this, the hot button these days is church hurt. That that has become the scapegoat that people are using as to why they forsake the local church and 
why they don't need the local church. I don't need a pastor. You a man just like I'm a man. You put his pants on like I put my pants on. All he wanted my money. Church hurt. Church hurt. But I wonder how much church hurt really comes from people and not the pulpit. We ain't got nothing around here but mean ushers. Sit over here. He'd be like this. Then you get an usher like Sam. Sam, grab your stupid behind down. <laughs> or a greeter that don't look nice. Or, or, or a man standing on the door. Talking, hey, shouty. <laughs> Y'all, if, if any of the above aforementioned ever happens, would you please email me, text me, call me. But there are a lot of people... I, I had a brother even confess to me that he used like working on the parking lot ministry because that's where he got the most numbers from. So I wonder how many folk that hurt people are hurting people because they're internally unhealthy. Can I tell you that God has not designed you to do life by yourself? But our, our lifestyle, our integration with people is being hindered because we aren't appropriating the healing that Jesus has. He says in Luke chapter number 4 verse 18, this is Jesus speaking his inaugural address if you would. He says that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. There are people who could be free but you're not because you won't let Jesus do it. You'll never get what he offers if you never take him at his word. So here it is now. Here it is as we're looking at developing and the benefits of relationship. Um, first greatest commandment, love the Lord thy God with all your might, with all your heart, with all your soul. What's the second greatest commandment? The second greatest commandment is found in Matthew chapter 22, verse 39, that, 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 that our counselors, uh, the basils, they say is the missing commandment. It says, and the second is like this, love yourself or love your neighbor as yourself. You can never love the person beside you, in front or behind you if you don't love yourself. You put a cap, a limiter, a governor on how much you can love your spouse, your children, your fellow brother or sister in Christ, your mom or your dad. You put a cap on how much you can love them based on how much you love yourself. And so now we have strained, patched relationships because we've learned how to do 
religion well. But our relationship is crippled. Hey, brother, how are you today? God bless you. How you doing? Yes, yeah, it's been a good week. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've been praying for you. I've been praying for you. God's going to do something. God's going to do something. I just feel that today is the day for your breakthrough. Somebody say breakthrough, breakthrough. New season is coming. You know, all that stuff. When really there's pain on the inside. And you're just trying to front. You're just trying to cover up what's really going on on the inside but 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 there is freedom in this thing and I and I just believe that this whole religion relationship series that that some folk are getting free and some people are stepping out of where they were and you are moving not only towards Jesus but you're moving towards towards each other so I just want to give you just a few benefits on today that here are the benefits of relationships here's here's benefits of having horizontal relationships the benefits of having horizontal relationships here's the first one here's the first benefit I don't have to do life by myself I don't have to do life by myself first benefit I don't have to do life by myself. Mother Teresa uh, said these words, the most terrible poverty is loneliness and the feeling of being unloved. The most terrible poverty is loneliness and the feeling of being unloved. You see, people that are in poverty because you're lonely or because you don't feel unloved, that can end the day. You can go from being uh, in poverty to being rich. Because the essence of our church, one of the values that we stand for, it is relationship. There's something happened between somebody. I, I, we got to get that thing fixed. We, 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 we gotta get, too many churches have been messed up because of relationship. You don't have to be in poverty anymore. You don't have to sit and hope nobody sees you anymore. You don't have to sit waiting to be condemned or judged or sit in shame. You, 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 don't, have to, you don't have to be in that kind of poverty or feel like you're unloved. You, 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 you can have something. You can have some rich. Let me tell you, let me tell you one of the reasons why I'm so, I'm so passionate about this. It's, it's because... Uh, I got, I got um, rope-a-doped by the enemy when we first started the church. I don't know if I should say this on a live stream. Well, everybody else done talked about it, so let me just, let me, let me just give, it to, <laughs> give it to you from the horse's mouth. So the church started um, without a blessing. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't, we weren't blessed. We weren't commissioned to go out. God spoke to us. I knew. I knew what God was saying. We were in agreement. Yes, God, we trust you. And then, you know, rumors start. Have you ever tried not to hear a rumor? You ever tried not to hear one about you? You start hearing stuff. Here we are trying to be noble. Then you're starting to hear all this stuff. Y'all want me to tell you this stuff, don't you? <laughs> No, thank you. So we start, we start hearing all, all the rumors. You know, I stole money and, you know, my, my, 
cussed my dad out and he, we fought and all this other kind of stuff. All this crazy stuff. I've never in a day in my life not honored my father. Publicly and privately. Never. That's my dad. That's who God sovereignly picked to bring me into this earth. And anybody ever heard or seen me even dishonor my father, please, let's talk about it. I welcome, I welcome you to call me to the carpet on any words that I've said that have been dishonorable to my father. Was there pain in my exit? Absolutely, yes. On my side, yes. On his side, yes. Last Sunday morning, the old man was just on my heart. Just talked to him a few days earlier. Just come back from Band of Brothers the night before. Dad, I just want to tell you I love you. Shot him a text. I wish I could. I wish I had the text here. This is, I wasn't even prepared. But he said, he said, Thirdum, I want you to know I love you too, son, and your family. So, so even if you had heard something, it ain't that no more. But amidst all, all this stuff, I'm crazy. There was, there was, there was, uh, it was about two, three years or so ago, they had some pastors uh, that, give, that gave some, some kind words and blessed us for our anniversary, and they had recorded it. One of the bishops, he said, well-known bishop, he, he said, let's face it, third, all of us thought you were crazy. I mean, that's what was going on. That was what was being said. And so here we are, my wife and I, like, nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. I guess I'll go eat worms. She wasn't singing it, but you know. Yeah. We start doing life by ourselves. Because of what we thought was going on and rumors and this, that, and we start doing life by ourselves. And you know what happened when you start doing your life by yourself? You start cutting off life. Folk can't get you no water if they don't know your home. Or know that you need any. And a lot of people, you start doing life by, your, by yourself. You, you, start, you start feeling like nobody understands you. I'm just, I'm just talking to me and Takesha. Okay. All right. You start believing what the enemy wants to believe. Nobody likes you. Everybody hates you. So we start doing life in this little small silo. Thank God. One of the richest things I have as I look around this room is relationship. I share, I share with Ms. Lou here on this past week something that's going on in our household. Not, you know, something, something that's going on because I trust her. I'm in relationship with her. And I, I know that woman's going to pray for me. I know, she's a, I know she loves me. I know she's going she's to cover me. No matter what it looks like and what I'm going through, I know that M. Lou Hobson is going to walk with me. I don't have to do life by myself. 
don't either. You know, I found out when I started being deliberate about developing relationship, it was some other different people like me. I'm specific to say different. I'm called to be different. I'm peculiar. I'm a royal priesthood, a holy nation. I'm not supposed to look like anybody else. I'm, I'm kingdom-minded. A local church with a kingdom expression. I'm supposed to be different. Everybody ain't supposed to get my flavor. Everybody not supposed to understand. If you want me to shout you and hoop you and holler you and make you spin three times and slap your neighbor with a tune in my voice. Hey, you in the wrong church. I'm supposed to be different. I kind of like my skin. I kind of like what I'm, where I am. I like how God's made me. And God let a few other different folks show up on the inside. Can I tell y'all, this is way off my subject. This is way off my, we're going to baptize. Um, I'm, 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 can I tell you this? The longer I live, the more I find out folk were watching me be different and want to know how to be different. Because you see, when what you've been doing stopped working. All right. Okay. All right. And you find somebody that's been doing it different, you want to find out what they're doing, what, what, what recipe. Anybody ever had some cake? You're like, my pound cake just don't taste quite like this. What you want? You want the recipe. Touch your neighbor and say, I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Pull up to the club with the ceiling missing. <laughs> Two chains. I'm sorry, I had to get, you know, I had to had to pull out for the homies. <laughs> I gotta hurry. I gotta hurry. I gotta hurry. I, I promised myself I was gonna hurry up. I was, was going to be quick today. Can, can, can I tell you what happens when, I, when I'm in benefit of being in a relationship? I don't have to do life by myself because I get accountability. Yes. Now, some folks say they want accountability, but they really don't. Pastor, I just need you to walk with me through this. I'm, I'm such and such. Just, All right, okay, let's, let's schedule something. You'll hear from me, jokers. So they get in trouble again. Really, you just want me to stop the pain. Really, just want magic. You want me just to inert you. But when you are in relationship with people, you get accountability. Proverbs chapter 18, put it on the screen. Proverbs 18, it says, a man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. You know why? Because folk don't want you to know what they're doing. Read it again. Let me read it again. A man who isolates himself, a person, somebody who does stuff independent of anybody else, a man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. You want to do what you want to do, and then you rage against all wise judgment. So I have this habit of drinking lemonade out of the refrigerator without a glass. It's not just lemonade, anything. It's mine, it's my refrigerator. <clears throat> 
So I'll wait till somebody is in the bathroom. And I'll go, I'll go in the kitchen. Crack the refrigerator open. Oh, Y'all ever tried that Simply Made? Straw, strawberry lemonade? Oh. Oh. And when, when, I, when I open the refrigerator, it just kind of sing at me. check make sure she's still in the bathroom you know what I do it just tastes better when you don't use a glass <laughs> can I get a witness see up until today she was thinking the kids were drinking it <laughs> see see I told you confession I'm sorry good for the soul I'm sorry Y'all, one day I was drinking out. The, I was drinking. I checked to make sure she was in the bathroom, right? So I'm like, here I go. I'm about to get, I'm about to knock the rest of this off. So I'm, I'm like, I'm like this, right? And she goes, I hear something. What are you doing? I'm like, oh, I didn't waste all. Honey. She don't call me honey. Honey. What? Why aren't you using a glass? I don't know. <laughs> Come on, be real. How many folk have been like that? Because you try to hide from accountability. You don't want folk to know what's going on in your house. You, you don't want people to get you, to stop you from, from being nasty, drinking out the lemonade thing. Thank you for being honest. Everybody who didn't raise their hand, they just lying. But my confession now, she, next time she's going to start measuring the lemonade. <laughs> then look in the sink, see if there's a glass. And when I'm not doing life by myself, I can have somebody ask me the hard questions. You know, the worst person to do a diet with? Sam. Me and, me and Sam, you know, we, he's president, I'm co-president of the Husky Club. <laughs> me and Sam done started more times than we done stopped. <laughs> there is no accountability. <laughs> me, me, we say we're going to be accountable. Me and Sam are having a challenge at Band of Brothers. <laughs> Sam get dessert, I get some dessert. <laughs> I'm, I'm confessing the land. I'm telling on it. I get ice cream. Sam get ice cream. We're walking through the line. They were serving spaghetti. Sam said, no vegetables, but two pieces of toast. I was behind them. I said, I'd like two also, please. I, you don't do accountability with folk that got the same problem as you. Bum, bum, bum. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I'd known I was going to say it, I would ask. I'm, I'm sorry. 
So here you are asking folk, can you, can you just talk to me about porn? And they got a porn addiction. I, I want to get free of this. Y'all don't want to hear me. Y'all, y'all don't. But when you do life, I hope I can get through this. When you do life, you don't have to do life by yourself. Can I tell you, first thing is that you get accountability. Second thing, second thing, this what, the second thing you don't like this one, you get backup. You get backup. Ecclesiastes, put on the screen, chapter 4, verse 12. The one may be overpowered by another. Two can withstand him. And three folk ain't going to be broke. Y'all missed it. By myself, I'm likely to be overcome. But if I get somebody, a hood dog, somebody drink water and laps. I'm going to have to re-preach that one. If I, if I can get somebody that will be vigilant, that will watch with, with me. The Bible said two can withstand. I just helped somebody's house. If the husband get on the same page as the wife, hell would stop. I could say more, but when I'm, when, I'm, when I'm not doing life by myself, I get accountability. I get backup. Here's the next one. I can expect to grow. What I've been saying all summer, you grow on purpose. You grow on purpose. You grow on purpose. Put up Ephesians, excuse me, Hebrews chapter number 10. Hebrews chapter number 10. Verse 24 says, and let us consider one another in order to stir up. I read too fast. Let us consider one another to stir up love, good works, not forsaking the assembling of our... Okay, hold on. And let us consider one another in order to stir up. Okay, I just got a new illustration. Okay, so this past week, we were, I, we were doing something on our way back home. You were telling me about something that happened, and you gave them $20. Who, 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 who was the person? It was, it was an airport lady. Okay, so she was, I remember now, we were in the, in the airport, and um, there was a lady in the airport that was saying, stall number three is open for the women. Stall number three is open. Thank you, ma'am. You have a good day. God bless you. How are you, ma'am? You look pretty today. So my wife comes out with a smile on her face. I'm like, what you smile at? She said, I've never seen an airport attendant in the bathroom. I said, really? So she tells me what she had been doing. And she said, and I gave her $20. Well, actually, there's something else that happened there. I said, oh, she was hustling. <laughs> you supposed to be doing that at the airport? You supposed to go in there, clean up, do what you're supposed to do. She's like, well, you know, all three is open. I appreciate her sonship. My wife gave her $20. I said, you gave her what? $20 was telling you all three is open? She said, I'm man. I said, was it your 20? <laughs> I did, didn't I? I? We get on the on the little tram, the little bus thing. 
And we're going back to the car. The bus, we can see it leaving. It's backing out, right? Backing out the little, out the little stall, out the you know, little parking spot. And he's getting ready. He's put the car in drive. He's getting ready to take off. I start waving. I start waving at him. The man put the car back in drive, in reverse, puts it back in drive, and pulls back up in the stall. I say, amen, praise God. So then he did this. He opens the door, and he's nice. Hey, sir, let me help you with your bags. He grabs my bags. He grabs, come right on in, miss. He grabs my wife's bags. He sit down. Well, you know, I always tip him. My waist, my black. I say, hey, you want to take this? He goes, thank you. Y'all don't see it, do you? She provoked me. Put it back up. Put it back up. Put it Hebrews chapter 10. And let us consider one another in order. She stirred some up in me. Ah. She stirred, she stirred some up in me to do good works. Rest of the day, I'm handing out bills. Here you go. You take this 10. You, you, you take. We, we, we were up in Nashville yesterday with Don. I'm, I'm just giving. She, cause she, cause she, stirred, she stirred up some in me. Because you can't lose by giving. I, I'm, I'm sowing in the people. Because I, 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 I know I got, God's called. We're blessed to be a blessing. She stirred some up in me. If she hadn't stirred it up in me, I never would have done it. Somebody said, well, you, I don't feel stirred. That won't be me. That will not. $20 to the bathroom. Oh, that ain't, that ain't going to be me. It don't matter. You just need to have somebody in your life to stir up some good stuff. But, but now put up verse 25. Put up verse 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the man of some, but exhort. This means get you a behind in church. You ought to be stirred on the outside and come in and somebody else stir you some more. And you can't stir folk on a stream that lived about 15 minutes away. You can't stop folk with no cover on top of you and rollers up in your hair and you're holding on the deacon blanket and, and bishop pillar looking at a 28-minute, 30-second television clip. Y'all don't want to say nothing. That's all right. That's, that's, that's all right. I heard somebody say this week, and it, it, it just resonated on the inside of me. They said, President Trump's agenda is to drive, is to put the church... Uh, back where she's supposed to be. I said, hold on, wait a you got to explain that one to me. I don't, I don't quite see it. He was saying, folk are going to get so mad until the body of Christ start doing so right. I don't care what you think about church, whether it's right or wrong, God still loves the church. And can I tell you something? These four walls don't mean we're a church. But you sit next to a church and there's a church in front of you and a church behind you. And we cannot forsake each other. We need each other. I need you and you need me. We got to do life together. 
ought to stir some up on the inside of you. You ought to stir some stuff on the inside of me. I got I got I got to hurry up. I'm sorry. I'm out of time, but on point one. Forty minutes instead of thirty. Okay, all right. If she say no, it's her fault. Point two. Point two. Here it is. Benefit of the relationship. It enables you. Did I say something wrong? Okay. Here it is. It enables you to reach beyond you. When you are in a relationship with people. It enables you to reach beyond you. Pastor Alicia preached. Um, she preached um, Acts chapter 9, one of her points, verse 26. And when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples. Before his name is Paul, he comes to Jerusalem. He tries to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him because he had been a killer. He had been a persecutor of the church, and they did not believe that he was really a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, and he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road, and that he had spoken to him, and how he preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. Saul couldn't get in because he had a rap sheet. But because he was in relationship with somebody, that knew how he had been changed. They put their integrity on the line for Saul and said, hey, a change is going on. Saul couldn't have gotten in the circle he was in without being in relationship with Barnabas. Some of y'all can catch this in a minute. Some of y'all can catch this in a minute. You are limiting your access to resources because you keep doing life by yourself. One of the only things I appreciate about fraternities and sororities, not that I would join one. One of the only things I appreciate is their sense of respect for the brotherhood or for the sisterhood. Cues are notorious for being able to hook up folk, make calls, open doors. Why don't we do that in the church? But cues drink together. All of them, all of them. Cues, kappas, sigmas, alphas. I'm forgetting somebody. Five new pies. What them band sororities? Yeah, all of them. They drink together. They hold together. They cheat together. They smoke weed together. There's a bond established around unholy things. Ain't nobody no key in here, are you? Is you? There's a bond established 
out of relationship. <laughs> out of relationship. I'm talking about the ones before Jesus. I'm about to clean that one up later. <laughs> it's a bond established behind relationships. The Falcons, when you go into the new Mercedes Stadium, they have brotherhood written down the wall. In the, in the wall? Down, down the wall in where, the, where the players come out. Before they go onto the field, they say brotherhood. They get hit together. They fight for the first down together. They fight for the field. They shove the ball in together. They got each other's back. Dirty play. They come to the scene. They do, they do life together. And here we are. 52 weeks of the year. And we're not going to do life together. We are limiting our reach to access of resources. I'm way over time. I'm supposed to be done at 1230. Um, I'll, I'll finish here, and I'll just leave the rest on the table. Um, Jesus said to Peter, I give you the keys to the kingdom. Build my church. I give you keys, you build. I give you keys, you build. I give, he didn't say build and get keys. He said, I give you keys, you build. You got keys to the kingdom. He, he says, whatever you need to build, you got access to. If I take your keys, I can get what's in your house. So, so, so God, God, Jesus tells Peter, all right, you build, but I'm going to give you access to what you need. To build. And then I want you to build the church. And then the church can have access to keep building. Not the four walls, but the people. Can I tell you that we still can have keys? You still can have access. Okay. So uh, I told him in the early in the meeting. So I talk about my kids, my family all the time. I'm sorry. I, know I probably could get work and give it a better illustration. Uh, most of the ones that I give come uh, on spur of the moment. Um, this one I plan for. So quiet. He. I want my kids to grow up and um, feel like they're entitled to anything. So when Jordan's about his age, I said, "Okay, you paying for one of your dance classes this summer." Dad, how am I supposed to do that? I don't have any money. You don't give me. Let's figure it out. That little girl gets in. Y'all remember Gators? Alligator shoes? Maury's and David Eaton's and M&M's. Things were expensive. I had all colors. <laughs> if I was wearing a mob suit, I was going to have some mob gators on. Why well, I quit wearing them? Because I got saved. I stopped, I stopped wanting to look like a pimp. And so I... But folk in Detroit still pimping. You ain't in Detroit. You still sit down.
in Detroit. They still pimping. So Jordan, I said, okay, how you going to, why don't you sell my shoes? Let's, let's see, eBay, let's see. But that girl didn't pay for three times over her ballet. Her ballet, this was about five, six years ago, because I want them to know you can have whatever you want if you're willing to work for it. Whatever you want. So now it's about time for quad to grow up, right? <laughs> Top of the summer, I say, all right, buddy, you got to make $500 this summer. But now, how much to make $500? And you know how much you make? What, 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 what? I have to stop watching YouTube and stop playing Fortnite? Yeah. <laughs> I said, all right, you got 10 weeks, partner. So he comes up with this, this very cool, I like it. The shirt design called I Am Myself. And it's got a story behind it. It's about self-confidence and how he felt and some of, the, some of his journey and why it is that he birthed it. But and killed this goal. So I, I said, I said, after he hit the goal, you know, I'm trying to maximize that thing. I need a little help paying for them tennis shoes. So I had a friend of mine who supports, you know, kids and stuff. I said, why, why, don't, you, why don't you call? Why, why don't you call Uncle Bernard? You know, he does stuff with kids. And so Quad calls him. He comes back. He says, uh, he says, Dad, he, he said he'll help me. He'll help me later. But he's going to send me some back-to-school money. But then, but then... I got the money. I just want you to see what, what Uncle Bernard sent you. Are you serious? <laughs> I called Bernard. I said, man, look, thank you for, you know, taking care of quiet and you know, talking to him. He goes, oh, yeah, and um, I have a meeting with such and such who runs such and such T-shirt brand. Do you think Quad would be interested in talking to him. I said, what? I said, heaven yeah, he'd be interested in. So I go and tell Quad. I taught y'all a hood word. It was called Gucci. Remember that one? Gucci means good. So for about three weeks, everybody walked around, that's Gucci. That's Gucci. <laughs> Teach you another hood word. Plug. Um, I went to the Urban Dictionary. I just want to make sure I defined it right. And so let me just read to you. A plug is a person who has everything you need. I told Quad who Uncle Bernard was going to have call him and let him spend some time with him, Quad goes, Dad, you and Mom are the plug. <laughs> we keep telling them we might not have it. But nine times out of ten, no, nine and a half times out of ten, I know how 
Somebody that can get it. Jordan did not get in the University of Georgia. She had all the requirements. She had the SAT score. She had the ACT score. She had the uh, weighted, uh, weighted, weighted GPA. She had all this kind of stuff. And she's just got some Williams in her. She didn't get in, but she was upset. She wanted to tell them, no, I don't want to go. It's Williams. I get it. I, I, I get it. You know, it's, it's, it's all Williams. It's all me. Not her mama. It's all Williams. Mm. She wanted to tell them, no, I didn't go. I told Uncle Gary. Gary said, what? He said, you, you know I know such and such who's over such and such and with a phone call. Y'all not, I'm, 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 tr- I'm not bragging. I'm trying to tell you who you're sitting next to. They don't get it. They don't get it. So you come to church and waste two hours. Two hours and 15 minutes. And can't reach beyond. Folk, because you don't want folk. Can I tell you, God is still building the church. He still got keys to the kingdom. And ever since I've been on a kingdom assignment, he's let me use some keys to build the church. It ain't about religion. It's about relationship. Your next level could be sitting could it be that Selena and the ushers didn't seat you here where you sitting but there was an angel sitting there and sat you next to somebody who has access who is your answer to prayer? Ah, so some of us have been waiting for God. Okay, He'll open up the windows of heaven and pour me out. God, well, whatever man don't say is raining houses in Gwinnett. Somebody just got busted in the head with the brand new S Coupe 63. That's what I want next. S Coupe 63. He says He'll open up windows. Windows are for looking. He opens up windows and sends stuff through it. But you don't want to talk to your neighbor. I'm done. Playing quietly. Everyone standing. Listen, I'm going to invite, I don't know, I don't know which one of you guys, um, I'm going to invite uh, Sam to the pulpit now. Um, and he, he's going to give an invitation. Um, and let, let, me, let me tell you what's happening. Um, uh, we get ready to go baptize. If there's anybody that knows about relationships, it's Sam. It's just who Sam is. 
So, sometimes Sam gets rebuked. Come on up, man. Sometimes Sam gets rebuked, you know, doing the welcome. Now, Sam sit right here, but he'd be all the way over <laughs> talking to folk, hugging people, giving them mints. <laughs> See? I told you. Sam, I'm going to ask you to do something specifically, please. I'm going to ask you to just lead the people in a moment of just repentance for having not honored the one that they're in relationship with here. God has them here. However God, however God leads you, then, then you know what to do from, from that point on. But I just really and truly believe if we lean into this relationship piece the church will go to the next level because your lives will go to the next level just because I'm not here don't mean church is over Lord have your way can we praise God for our pastor and for the word that's gone forth amen Touch your neighbor. We're getting ready to pray. Touch your neighbor. And Father God, we, we come to you with the spirit of repentance, God. And we say we're sorry, Father God, for being so caught up in our agenda, God. Being so caught up in what we want to do and what's next and trying to squeeze in the church service and trying to squeeze God into our hectic lives and not understanding and giving gratitude that you are our life that you are the most important you are sovereign and, and we only stand here today because of your grace and because of your mercy so father god as you have called us as a church body into relationship with you but not just with you but with our brother and with our sister father god and there are many open doors and open windows sitting in front of us sitting behind us sitting beside us and we are community, Father God, and we are here. Your word has told us if you can help your brother, help your brother. And do it with joy and do it with gladness. And don't do it to get anything back, but just do it because you've been blessed to be a blessing. So, Father God, we thank you for that. And we also ask at this time, Lord, for those who don't know you as Savior, who don't know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if you were to call them this moment, that they will go to heaven, Father God. We ask that they will come forth and give their life to you today, Father God. And Lord, there's nothing they've ever done that can separate them from you, Father God. They will only confess Jesus as Lord. So we ask that right now. There may be others that need to come to restore a relationship that's been broken, to restore a relationship that has gone astray, Father God. We want those people to come as well. There may be some who need to come. They've never been filled with the Holy Spirit. With the evidence of speaking in tongues, Father God. We can't give it to them. There's no magic, but we can pray with them, Father God. To open up that power. It's not a salvation issue. It's an issue of being better equipped while we're here on this journey, Father God. And you want us to have all power on this mission. And there may be others, Father God, who are just tired of playing church. Tired of coming in out and they, they, they just need a church home. They need a church home where the word is supreme, where God is first, 
and whether the man and the woman of God that lead this house are real and will be there for you, Father God. I believe there's some people that this needs to be your church. You already know it and you've been hesitating. Let this be your Sunday to come on down. So as we, we give you honor, we give you thanks, we give you glory, Lord. We ask all these prayers in the mighty name of Jesus. And so right now the altar is open. If you want to reestablish you, you gave your life, but now you're ready to go back. Praise God for the sisters come. This is your time. Don't let anything stop you from approaching this altar right now. If you even think, I think he's talking to me. Yes, I'm talking to you. That means come on down. If you're hesitating, come on down. We don't know about tomorrow. We only have right now. So don't miss this moment to give your life to Christ. You're looking for a church home where, where it's real, where you don't have to play. You don't have to pose. You don't have to put a mask on. This is that church. We would love to have you here with us in fellowship. Build your relationship right here. The altar is open. 